please, nurse, am I allowed to change my mind? We could arrange a joint viewing. How, how bizarre's bizarre? Well, in one of them, there's this woman, about my age, lovely figure, wrists tied to the top of the four-poster bed, ankles tied to the bottom. Go on. Well, there's these two young studs, one black, one white. No racial discrimination, then. And they just take turns, you know. Raping her. You're so naive, aren't you? She wouldn't have been in the bloody video, would she, if she didn't want to be? There are some people like her, you know. The only real sexual thrill they get is from some sort of submission. You know, that sort of thing. Odd sort of women. Odd. Unusual, perhaps, but... How come you know so much about this? When we were in Amsterdam, they invited me to do some porno filming. Frank didn't mind. They made a pretty good offer. So you negotiated a fee? Hold on, I only said this particular woman was about my age. And had a lovely figure. Would you like to see if it was me? One condition. What's that? If I come, you mustn't hook your foot over the side of the mattress. Not much danger of that. Stay with me a bit longer. No. You're not my only patient, and some of these poor devils will be here long after you've gone. Will you come and give me a chaste little kiss before you go off duty? No, I'm shooting straight back to Lower Swinstead. I've told you I'm expecting a phone call. From your husband? You must be kidding. Frank's in Switzerland for a few days. He's too mean to call me from there, even on the cheap rates. Another man in your life? Jesus, you don't take me for a dyke, do you? You're an amazing girl. Girl? I'll be 48 this Thursday. Can I take you out? Make a birthday fuss of you? No chance. According to your notes, you're going to be in till at least the end of the week. You know, in a way I wish I could stay in. Indefinitely. Well, I promise one thing. As soon as you're out, I'll be in touch. Please, if you can. And you'll come and see me. If you invite me. I'm inviting you now. Chapter One You holy art, when all my hope is shaken, and through life's raging tempest I am drawn. You make my heart with warmest love to waken, as if into a better world reborn. From Andy Musik, translated by Basil Swift. Apart, of course, from Wagner, apart from Mozart's compositions for the clarinet, Schubert was one of the select composers who could occasionally transport him to the frontier of tears. And it was Schubert's turn in the early evening of Wednesday the 15th of July 1998 when, the archers over, a bedroom-slippered Chief Inspector Morse was to be found in his North Oxford bachelor flat, sitting at his ease in Zion and listening to a leader concert on Radio 3, an amply-filled tumbler of pale Glenfiddich beside him. And why not? He was on a few days' furlough that had so far proved quite unexpectedly pleasurable. Morse had never enrolled in the itchy-footed regiment of truly adventurous souls, feeling, as he did, little temptation to explore the remoter corners even of his native land, 
and this principally because he could now imagine few if any places closer to his heart than Oxford, the city which, though not his natural mother, had for so many years performed the duties of a loving foster parent. As for foreign travel, long faded were his boyhood dreams that roamed the sands round Samarkand, and a lifelong terraphobia still precluded any airline bookings to Bayreuth, Salzburg, Vienna, the trio of cities he sometimes thought he ought to see. Vienna, the city Schubert had so rarely left, the city in which he'd gained so little recognition, where he died of typhoid fever, only thirty-one. Not much of an innings, was it? Thirty-one. Morse leaned back, listened, and looked semi-contentedly through the French window. In the ballad of Reading Jail, Oscar Wilde had spoken of that little tent of blue that prisoners call the sky.